0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to a special edition of Retro Encounter. This is episode number 25.
1: Yay.
0: Yay.
2: Yay! Thank you. century Ow! old.
0: I'm your host, Josh Curry. With me is Caitlin Ardros.
2: Hi, guys.
0: Davey Tesnovich. Hey, buddy. Marcos Gaspar. Hey, everyone. Mike Solosi. Hello, everyone. And Peter Triesenberg.
1: Why is there a chicken with goggles in the Skype chat? Also, because- hi.
3: Because Marcos has an extremely diverse uh, image folder that
0: I am baffled as to what its other
2: is.
1: I was just gonna say I thought he was an animal or for something. Like... I
2: think it's just random.
0: So for those of you new to the podcast, I am sorry. This is gonna be a very atypical podcast. You should listen to something else. Normally talk about <laughs> games. Don't this listen time, no, no, no. Or... listen
2: to something else. This listen time, to, listen to another episode of Retro Encounters, which we said, or one of the <laughs> other fine podcasts <laughs> at RPT Fan.
4: Yeah, right, I thought there was only one.
2: one. This. That's, so, the, that's the ring you're thinking about. There's only one ring. There's There are multiple podcasts.
0: No, we're the only one. I'm hoping we like seven rings. Well, originally, the There's one, one right? ring to rule them all, though.
1: And in yeah. the darkness, bind them.
3: So Miyamoto Musashi wrote a book about five rings. Oh, there
0: you go. And so as I was saying, normally we talk, talk about one game where the course of the month could actually play along. You guys have a chance to play along with us. We thought because this is number 25 and also it's the holidays, we would do a year wrap up of both the podcast and also kind of video games as a whole. So it's a little different this time, but bear with us. It should be a good time. Um, so we'll just roll right into the first topic instead of continuing to get sidetracked. Um, first topic of today is what was our favorite game covered by Retro in 2015? Um, right. If I had been prepared, I would have put out a list of games... Give me one second. All right. Um,
2: do, well, do you want to count down through them? Do you do you know them yeah. off top of your head?
0: I do know them off the top of my head.
2: So hey, sorry, give
0: it. Give we'll them to go for go it to us. Go ahead. So we started in May, and that the first game was Legend of Heroes: Trails in the Sky. From that we went to Final Fantasy X. Went to another great Final Fantasy game in Final Fantasy Tactics. Changed it up with the Last Story. Went into Terra Castlevania Symphony of the Night uh and then the last two games were Deus Ex Human Revolution and in December we played Parasite Eve so lots of really really good games uh with the exception of myself not everybody was on all of those um so I know some of you guys kind of skipped some but also doesn't mean that you hadn't played them in the past so what was everybody's favorite game that we covered this year
3: uh, but who goes first? So we don't know. You, you're already it. talking. Oh, all right. Okay. You well, win.
0: Congratulations.
3: Okay. Well, I mean, like you alluded to, uh, there's sort of two questions hidden in here because I was on, th- I think, three episodes of those eight. And uh, but um, none of those would even be in my top three favorite games in the list because I, I wasn't on the Final Fantasy Tactics or. Uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night podcast, but those are two of my absolute favorite games of all time. I, I didn't volunteer for them because it, I, I didn't think it would be very interesting just listening to me praise those over and over and talk about how I've been playing them for a decade. So I, I deliberately uh, tried to be on podcasts for games I either hadn't played before or wanted uh, another perspective on. And... Probably surprisingly, the my favorite retro encounter game that I played in 2015 was probably Final Fantasy X because I played FF10 years ago, probably 10, 11 years ago, and I sort of didn't like it at the time. I was, you know, this old school hater that loves FF6 and 7 and... 10 was, was weird and linear, and they all, all, everyone wears terrible clothes. But uh, when I replayed it, and I was sort of it, it, expecting to be on it this year sort of as a negative voice, but I ended up really enjoying the game for reasons that I maybe didn't focus on very much when I played it a long time ago. So it was really refreshing now enjoying FF10 much more in 2015 than I did in 2004 or whenever I played it. So yeah, that was that was a long, rambling explanation. But yeah, ff ten. What about you, Caitlin?
2: This it's a hard decision for me. Uh I think in terms of like the games themselves, gotta go with tactics. Just like mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite RPGs of all time. But in me terms too. of like like the experience playing it for the show, I really enjoyed Deus Ex. Uh it was really fun to talk about all the different ways that we approach that game and to discuss uh the the, you know, intricacies of the story and for me especially playing the um, director's cut and getting to have all that uh, uh, commentary while I was playing learning all these little background stories about how the game was made and and uh, decisions that they had to, to make along the way was really was a really fun way to experience the game a second time and for the podcast so Deus Ex I did choose this yeah
0: Quite literally. I, uh, Good, we got that joke in every time we've talked about the game now.
2: I really it's, it's like, like requirements. You cannot talk about Deus Ex <laughs> without making that joke now.
5: I really liked those episodes, too. Those were really nice. Thank you for those, guys.
2: Oh,
0: you're welcome. Uh, you're welcome. Thank
2: you for sure. listening!
0: Davey, you're the reason we do it.
5: I always listen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We had one person listening. Yay! We yep. got it. It was <laughs> no, him all along.
2: That's one more than we had. Before. It was me all along, Austin.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, more than just David listened because there was even some Deus Ex scuttlebutt going on in the in the retro encounter topic on the forums. So and, and yeah, we encourage all of our listens listeners to. Uh, Talk about it on the forums every episode, please. We we love
0: talking about ourselves, talking about games. I like just talking about myself. So if we want to make that a topic, that's fine.
1: We'll just make the Josh Curry thread. Yeah. On the boards, and we yep. can just everyone talk about Josh Curry. Post your opinions of Josh Curry. Talk
0: about how terrible he is.
1: Make um, make memes of Josh Curry.
0: So Davy, since you listened to all the episodes, what uh, I I kind of want to hear what your favorite one was to actually listen.
1: Okay.
5: Well it's going to be up between either day Ex X or the last story in that regard uh, for totally story? different reasons. What was it? I, I was on. Yeah. You can't pick one that you were on, but it was really fun. And <laughs> I came really, really close to, uh, writing a horrible fanfic for this episode of retro encounter.
0: What? So, what? So, no. Yeah. Like, what? like, <laughs> how does that work?
5: um, Okay, Davey, who
0: are you shipping me
3: with? Because this is an important question.
5: <laughs> no, it was uh, Therious and... Was his name Zane? Am I making that up? Zael.
2: Zale. Zale, okay.
5: Yeah, yeah it was going to be Therious and Zale, and it was going to be about were their you, were you mixing up, polygons
1: bumping eh, in the neck. I'd read it.
3: Were you mixing up your uh, at The Last Story fanfic with your One Direction
1: fanfics?
3: <laughs> 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 terrified that you know that
5: i'm not sure what you're talking about
3: okay okay all right or your legend of heroes fanfics how's that there Very you better? go yeah yeah, yeah. We'll okay.
1: just all pretend we didn't see that
0: sure or hear it so davy was uh the last story also your favorite game this year that you played uh, for, uh, for, for retro encounter games. yeah for retro encounter
5: the one that i played before retro encounter is was symphony of the night <laughs> for sure yeah, yeah boy it's well, as much as angry as that game makes me, by comparison to other ones in the series, it's still better than games that aren't it. And it was really fun. Although, I think my favorite game that we've covered just in general would probably be FF10, because that game still makes me freaking lose it like a little girl every time. I buy right into that love story Uh pretty hard. That's I wouldn't want it to be on that, because I, I would get weird and emotional.
0: At least somebody would have cared about the ending, then. Man, yeah. That I like the of... ending.
5: Yeah.
3: What? I, I was too. the only. I was the only person on the podcast that actually finished the game.
0: You're <laughs> right. never gonna let us live that down.
3: Nope. Or no, well, I'm never gonna let you live it down. But. Uh, <sighs> but everyone else,
0: I forgive.
2: Wait, who yeah. doesn't? Yeah, who doesn't like the ending in in Ten? F, F of Ten is a beautiful ending. I was kidding.
0: I, the only problem I have with Ten's ending is that they erase it with Two.
5: Uh, yeah, Ten two I it's just kind of like fanfic to me. Like, it's yeah. non-canon.
3: Yeah. yeah. Somehow I don't think we're going to be playing ff 10 on Retro Encounter in the near future.
0: Oh, you never know. It's...
3: Near <laughs> near future. Well, we've, we've
0: almost played like... all the RPGs, right? So. Yeah, we're almost done with RPGs. Uh, it, only, it only took eight, so...
3: Yeah, <laughs> oh my so god. It's hey, only hey. like, what? It's <laughs> only about 20 RPGs, so we have basically another year and we're done.
0: Yeah, then we can retire. There's...
5: Eight Dragon Sweet. Quest games and let's All say eggs. 13
2: Final Fantasies. It depends on what yep. you define as an RPG.
0: Oh, yeah. wow. Like Pretty if proud. we include Zelda games, because those are real games, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> like the Dark Yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, my favorite Zelda game is driving to 7-Eleven and drinking a Slurpee. No,
0: we're not doing
3: this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did you look for money in a bush before you went? This is too many How things. do you think
3: I paid for the Slurpee? <laughs> <laughs>
6: Did you remember to knock over the garbage can for turkey? Wait, but that's a thing?
3: In in like Final Fight and Ninja Turtles, I guess, but
5: yeah. <laughs> seriously, where've you been? But but All right. Seriously. But maybe better... we should keep us staying on
1: topic. <laughs> say, say, what, say what Hey, say what you will about 102 though. Um it's better than the after years. What?
5: Ooh. <laughs> I four. For four. I just exactly. don't I have... like
3: I have a lot of problems with the after years. I, I think that it has cool story ideas with like um basically uh uh Kane's journey in that game, but yeah. it's just not it's just not a good game. It like mechanically it feels so, so weak.
0: Can it we just say too. that if there's a direct sequel to anything, it's just never as good? Like, uh so like you, you take something, we'll use Final Fantasy four uh ten, and you have a concrete story that has a full story arc. There's a reason that there was a completion of a story arc. That gives you resolution and closure. I, to I don't know, staple like... something else on, I feel like it doesn't work. Like If you look at Uncharted, they're independent stories of one another, so they work fine independently.
2: Um, What about Mass Effect?
0: What about yeah, Zeno, yeah. I guess. Well, I'd, I'd argue Mass Effect is one big story. Yeah, that that was going to be my counter.
1: It's yeah, like planned to,
5: out to be more than one. Yeah.
1: You have to set up some distinction there, because I my first thought was like, well, Empire Strikes Back is better than... Yes. a uh, New Hope by a, a long shot, yeah. even though but, but they're both fantastic movies. But and that, but yeah, I guess that you have to distinguish between things that are set in the same universe and telling an overarching story, and something that was just like we decided to make this because the first thing was popular. And now we're tacking right. on this extra crap. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: I I don't think that. Chrono Cross says hi. Just... What? Chrono okay, Cross but says we. High. But you're saying Cro- a direct Cro- sequel.
1: But I just. Chrono Cross is the exception to the rule, I think, because it's still really interesting.
3: <laughs> and also, Chrono Cross is five years after Chrono Trigger, and while well, FF 4 the After Years is like twenty years after FF four, um, in the real world when the sequels were made, I, 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 I think this is a weird qu- question to address, a weird topic to address, because it goes into the thing whether like whether games need sequels, whether the creators want to make sequels. It's it's a huge amount of guesswork that. I think it is totally different case to case.
4: So well, I, I don't
3: think I don't think I could, I could give that question a fair answer.
5: There's I 10 don't 10. think the argument is that sequels are bad because I, I think he's kind of saying that mechanics and stuff can evolve but when you use the same or, setting or and like, you try to prolong the same story when it wasn't intended to in right, the beginning then it's stapled on a conclusion.
4: Difficult.
5: Yeah. Yeah, no Yeah. I think okay. I agree
3: with that. May, maybe because, I mean
5: Mm. I was thinking games like Dark Cloud Two was like way better than the first one, but that evolved mechanically. Like it, it didn't try to st- staple something out of the story or the setting. up. Yeah.
0: we're off topic.
6: Yeah. Marcos, what but...
0: was your favorite game from retro <laughs> this year? <laughs> <laughs>
6: um, for me, it probably would have to be. Uh... Ooh, I'm divided on this one, but I'm gonna throw a coin and let's see. And last story, there it is. Oh, uh, okay. Right. last story beautiful game i always uh like it when
2: i when we
6: decide to go with a different localization team and i love british actors and this is just a great thing i love the accents uh, yeah. uh, i'm envious of you and i really love the acting <laughs> in this game and the the cast of characters were great too and the oh, music oh, beautiful. Right. <laughs> okay.
3: the music in the last story was really good i you great. know i'm I we only have a couple more days left uh before we hit 2016. And I still haven't beaten the last story. I'm still stuck at the final boss.
0: Ooh, so there is games that you don't beat yeah. when everybody else beats it. Get out.
3: Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm 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 totally being a hypocrite. I'm just gonna. It's <laughs> it's, it's only it's really only FF10. Uh,
0: <laughs> I beat that game without blocking. <laughs> Cause I didn't know
3: where the button was.
0: <laughs>
1: Because you don't really need to block. <laughs> well,
3: I'm I'm also, I think I'm under level. I was like level 58 or something at the final boss. So I think I, if I, if I grind a little bit, I.
1: How do you under level in last story?
3: Mm, I, I never did. I avoided a lot of combat. I never did any of those circle things that let you grind. Okay.
0: Uh, I, I I'd circle yeah, I grind could all the time.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> Get out.
1: <laughs> so right. Peter, what encounters. was your favorite? This was supposed to what be a wholesome podcast. podcast. It was wholesome. I did not swear. Retro Encounter is over, guys. I'm sorry. But, um,
2: this, is an, this is an entirely different podcast.
1: We fired I, Josh Curry. Risqué
2: Encounter!
5: Oh, no. Is that with Man. the prostitute That's... RPG? Yeah we, we can, oh, yeah, we can bring God. back the prostitute RPG. So, guys, guys. The yaoi couplings. Uh,
3: one second, guys. Um, I... Oh, God. I wanted to save this for later in the podcast. But do you know... Are you guys aware of the... Assassin's Creed Syndicate DLC that dropped earlier this month? Of oh, uh, uh, I
2: don't <laughs> what, Jack the Ripper? or?
3: Yeah. They add prostitutes to the game, and you can rescue them. Awesome. From Jack the Ripper. Game of the year.
4: Oh,
0: they were <laughs> we'll stamp it now.
3: Uh-huh. Right? I haven't even played it, and it's like, well, game of the year. I mean, every other game on the list yeah. is worthless now. Rescuing prostitutes this. game. RPG.
5: They stole yeah. our Kickstarter idea. Oh, man. Bastards. Bastards. Right? They was us a paycheck.
3: <laughs> that, that game came out on December 15th, and our last podcast on Deus Ex was, like, December 1st or something. So We yeah, forgot was...
0: to write it in an envelope and mail it to ourselves, though. So yeah, they,
3: I... yeah, they whipped it up in two weeks. Just... <laughs> uh,
0: it's the worst.
3: <laughs> just by listening
0: to us.
1: So Sorry, Peter. What were you saying? <laughs> well, I wasn't saying anything. Because what were you we trying really to say?
0: <laughs> um. Before Mike rudely interrupted
1: you it's um i as seems to be the recurring running thread here i'm also torn on what my favorite game for the podcast was because i think of the of the five i was on five of the games that we played two of them i did not like three of them are some of my favorite game or two of them were my favorite games ever and one of them was a game i hadn't played before and i think between final fantasy 10 final fantasy tactics and parasite eve i think i liked each of those games and the recordings for different reasons with final fantasy 10 i kind of felt like we were getting we were still getting our feet wet but we um it started coming together and i really loved that game so i think it made for good discussions tactics was just a really i was glad to get that game off my bucket list um it was really interesting playing it along with a bunch of people who um who knew the game far better than me um and were able to provide some helpful feedback and and parasite eve is just another game that i I I I liked talking about that game with everybody. It's one of my it's one of my favorite PS1 classics. I also I also really liked how the Symphony of the Night podcast turned out, even if we had like schedule scheduling issues up the wazoo with that one.
0: Yeah, and that was you trying out a new a whole new genre of game too, which was interesting.
1: Yeah, no, definitely it was it was a it's it's been a wild, long, and crazy ride. But I am I I feel like every every episode I'm on, I learn something new. So I think that's that's there's something to be said for that.
0: So for me, it was kind of if you would like ask me this question, just like gave me the list of games before we started the podcast. I think my answers would be completely different than what they are today. Going into planning, I assumed that I was going to absolutely adore The Last Story, and then with like the shooting mechanics of Deus Ex, I felt like it was just like a really easy, like this is going to be a solid game that I really like. And I like Deus Ex. I, I progressively disliked The Last Story the more I played it, but I, I I feel like the last story would have been the one that I for sure would have picked. Like, this is the one I'm going to guarantee to love. Same thing with Castlevania City of the Night. Like, I've desperately wanted to play that game for years.
3: You, oh, um, yeah, I I didn't realize you hadn't played that before.
0: I've played every Castlevania game but that one, basically. Oh. And so it was one of those things that was like, I need to go back to, the, like, the roots and, like, understand where this this whole series came from. But because I was going back and I played all the other ones, it had it was less impactful than I would have assumed. And then there's just issues with Lost Story that I kind of eventually made me not like it. But the, I mean, the obvious pick is Tactics. Like that is one of my top five games of all time. Like I, I adore that game. And even though there was like stumbles through it, that's still the best game to me that we have played. But beyond that, the best game that I hadn't played going into this has to be Parasite Eve. Um, yeah. I, I we we finished the year on a really really strong note. Um, it was again like uh, Symphony of the Night. It was a game that I'd always wanted to play. I just happened to miss. And so I I was really happy to get a chance to play through it.
3: Parasite Eve is a really just cool, stylish game. And uh, it was really fun listening to to people discover it for the first time and longtime fans just, uh, you know, extol its virtues for a while. Parasite Eve is great. Uh, That's not a surprise
0: to anyone. It's really unique. And I think it's even unique looking at it in a 2015 lens, Mm -hmm. which is nice.
5: I had a weird phenomenon with you in Final Fantasy Tactics, Josh Curry. Ever since I listened to those episodes, I have a, an association with you and Delita.
1: <laughs>
5: like, that's how I imagine
1: you in my mind. I, like, oh. Is that a compliment? Yeah, what, what's, what's going on? Uh, I don't
2: know. Delita's kind of a <clears throat> despicable person, but.
1: Uh, he yes. betrays
2: he betrays nice everyone
3: chaos. except for his best friend.
2: No, oh, even betray, He betrays even his best friend.
3: Uh, Well, sort of. I I don't know. I don't know. I I think Delita is one of the most complicated, interesting characters in Final Fantasy history, which obviously means Josh is nothing like Delita at all.
4: Oh,
5: thanks.
3: (laughs)
4: He's mature (laughs)
5: and resolute.
6: He uses people, darn it.
5: Yeah, but he is, in his mind, it's fully justified for the greater good.
3: Well well yeah I mean he he betrays both sides in the war of the in the war of the lions to eventually seize power at the end but he and he sort of uses Ramza by setting him up to uh stop the shrine knights so they don't end up seizing power but the the fact is Delita is counting on Ramza to f- sort of to complete his own quest while and then take all the credit at the end in a way you could say he's betraying Ramza because of you know how the story ends with Ramza falling into obscurity and Delita becoming king, but throughout the game, delita is all ha- like wants Ramza to win and has his back so i I view it as for his delita own selfish him. reasons yeah, yeah well sure in a day all of us are selfish though and
4: yeah. uh, and hmm.
3: and, um, and also what happened to uh um uh, what's it? her name's Tata in the uh in in the p s one version but delita's sister
4: Petra. when she Petra? Died-
3: yeah it's it's Tetra and the psp version i i i mix up the two translations a lot but yeah like when tetra dies he basically is just ready to stick it to all of the all of the noble class but rams is like the one noble that he actually likes and trusts i i feel i guess i guess we're interpreting him differently
2: i I interpret his manipulation of ramza as a betrayal but that's just me
3: I interpret him supporting Ramza in overthrowing the the Shrine Knights as support and not betrayal.
0: I'm going to interpret it as me being a good guy. I like you.
2: Delita <laughs> is well <laughs> at the very least Delita is an anti-hero. So, sure, yeah. Which is
0: the most interesting type of hero. So, I'm okay with this. Yeah. What a good game. Yes. That, that game is fantastic. Oh, um it's really good. It, it was so good. Like this. some
1: um, there's some mechanical stuff in Tactics I thought that really like the how much grinding was required that kind of turned me off. But oh man, that story and that world—it's that that needs a proper follow-up.
5: That uh, there's no grinding required in that game.
2: But it's so good to grind. What? I, what? To, to, no, to, no, there totally is. No, yeah, it's it's not. Not. I've beaten yeah. that
5: game with literally no random encounters.
1: But if you're going to like build up like a, a powerful class at the early, the, the beginning,
3: that's probably but, challenging because just, just walking across the entire map for story reasons means it's hard to avoid random encounters. I think yeah, he's yeah. saying that he wasn't looking for though. Sure. Yeah, I, I gotcha.
1: Yeah, but like uh, yeah, the, the early diff, it, it's because the game, I think, was so much more difficult at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess to revise my statement, it feels like there's more grinding required than there really is. Like,
4: and again, I think I kind of got, player.
1: yeah, definitely. Like, I I think I kind of got into this habit where, because at the beginning, I was getting my butt kicked so often that I kind of would start to over, over prepare a little bit. Mm.
0: And it's worthwhile just so you can have those dark nights. If
1: yeah, you can, and you're, well, you can rewarded, get you're well rewarded right. for the investment. I got it. Two or three over the course oh, of the month.
2: Oh God, I still uh, could not get Ramza to Dark Knight before
1: it, the end it, of the game. I envy you, Curry <laughs> Uh
4: <laughs> The
3: way to go is to make Ramza uh, in his base Squire class and then give him Samurai abilities. Uh, that, that, that was dra- good. Yeah, draw uh, out in the Ido is my favorite skill set in the
1: game. I did. I, I just did the double punching monk that Steven was always talking about.
5: Right.
3: I okay. was
1: always into
5: uh, ninja a ninja Ramza with two night swords oh
4: right
3: yeah uh, there's All so quality. much fun ways to build up characters in that game yeah as yeah. i
1: said they need to make another one and it needs to be set in evil at least proper this time and i it don't know be right. i just it, I with, want more. the way
5: square enix is going i would not be surprised if they eventually did that like in the next 10 years yeah
4: this kind yeah,
0: of uh, i was gonna say this kind of rolls into the next topic but uh a game that i really want to do for next year Based off of how good uh, War of the Lions was, I'd I'd love to do. Oh, oh, oh
3: wait, wait, wait 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 can I can I guess? Is sure. It, is, it, is it is it Tactics Ogre? Let Us Cling Together?
0: What?
4: How'd you yeah. know? I want to do that one because, too. Because,
3: because no, Me first too. of all that that game is very good, and it's mm-hmm. by I mean the original SNES version is by the Quest team that was eventually you know hired by Square to make Final Fantasy Tactics. So it's it is the PSP version of that is very good and. And it's a probably the best facsimile of Final Fantasy tactics that you'll find anywhere. So if we if I don't think it's on our list in the next few months for the next few months, but if we do that for a future retro encounter, I'd be very interested in that, too, because I've only played the very beginning of that game.
1: Yeah, I have that game, so I would be down as well. Ooh.
2: Me too. So I, I want to play well it. That I need an excuse to yesterday. play it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so like I said, that kind of leads us
0: into topic number two. Which I'm shocked we made it through topic number one already. Um, <laughs> what game would we, what would be our personal game that we'd want to see most on Retro Encounter? that First of all, we think will happen, and then also that we feel like there's no chance that we'll ever cover. Let's just go in the okay. same order. That worked. So,
3: uh, all right. You don't, so you I'll, don't I'll even remember the order we went in. No, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, I mean, no I, there is no I, order. <laughs> I went first, and then uh, the last two were Josh and Peter. I think it was me, Caitlin, Davy, Marcos, Peter, Josh.
0: Yep, exactly. Sure.
1: Yep. Okay, counterclockwise. What? It went sitting
0: next to each other. It makes no sense. Yeah, okay, we are totally it,
5: sitting next to each other. What are you talking
0: about? <laughs> I am seeing a completely different state than you. That does not make any sense.
2: No, you're sitting <laughs> next to Marcos.
0: Yeah, I mean the six the six of us are spread across
1: as, five
2: states.
3: As so... how
1: it as how it looks on my Skype monitor, it oh, okay. was clockwise.
3: Carry on, Like is...
1: All right, we're well, not
3: arguing about this anymore. Well, all right, <laughs> clockwise starting from Washington. <laughs> clockwise starting from Washington D.C., then going into Missouri. Um, <laughs> now, uh, the one game I know that we're not gonna do for a proper retro encounter episode is a persona 3 or a persona 4 because no. those games yeah. are those games are like minimum 70 hours and that is not a reasonable expectation for someone to play that in a month and i adore persona 3 and 4 especially 4 and uh i think we we will probably end up talking about them in some fashion on the podcast but we, there's no way we could do them for a regular retro encounter episode yeah which is kind of which is kind of a bummer but uh
0: It'd yeah, be fantastic, I'll, I'll, but we'd have to do like a two or three month thing.
3: Yeah, it would be like three months and six episodes, and I, six episodes, and I'd be totally down for that. But it's not a that's not a reasonable thing.
0: I, I could so do a I'm weekly gonna... podcast about Persona Four.
3: Oh, should we? A oh, Persona... that's so good. Persona Encounter.
0: Oh, we just start. No, we just start at first Persona and we just roll through it every week. Nope, Persona One is a tire fire. Don't. Fine, we'll start at Persona Three because that's really when the series starts. You could
5: start at Persona Two, man. Per-
3: Persona Two is good. It, it's weird and old,
0: but it's a tire good. Tire fire.
3: All right. Okay. Yeah. It goes have on a mean, list
0: of quotes from you, like, like a damn
1: pile of leaves. <laughs> <laughs> official <laughs> r- official RPG fan. Persona One is a tire <laughs> fire. Yeah. Okay. So
3: <laughs> playing Persona One makes me feel like a damp pile of leaves.
2: Oh, that's the worst uh, feeling. Oh, very good. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. I know that feel. For listeners that don't get that inside joke, I'm sorry. But uh, anyway, um. But the game I'd most like to play on Retro Encounter in 2016 is, uh, let me think about this a little. Now I mentioned before I really prefer to play games for the podcast that I haven't played before, so it's a new experience for me, and I'm maybe talking about a game, uh, talking about the game with people that are all of different opinions and experiences with it. So I'm gonna go with one of my uh, one of my white whales, a game that I've always meant to play, but it's never really happened for me uh Fantasy Star 4 is a Genesis RPG that a lot of people say is the hmm. best that is the best or one of the best Genesis RPGs but I've never played a Fantasy Star game my Genesis experience is super limited cuz I was a Nintendo kid for that whole era when when it actually wow. mattered to to be on a side quote unquote and uh I I actually own it because I bought it on the Wii virtual console for 7 or 8 bucks and I would love to have an excuse to play it. So yeah, Fantasy Star Four is my answer.
1: Yeah.
0: It? I've gotten I've so many game people game. recommending that lately. I feel like yeah. every conversation I've had in the last couple of weeks, somebody has mentioned that game so that I have to play it. Yeah. Um
3: one of the, there's a, a one indie developer I really, really like, uh, Robert Boyd of Z Boyd Games, who oh yeah who mentions Fantasy Star Four as an inspiration all the time. So that that only made me more curious about it when I heard when I first saw him, you know, singing that game's praises on Twitter. So yeah, that's my answer. Uh, Caitlin, your turn.
2: Well, I don't even have to think about what game I want us to cover that we very well could, and that would be Zeno Gears, because oh, yeah. obviously Zeno Gears. Um.
5: <laughs> That'd be really good.
1: That'd be a good
3: good time. I have I have complicated thoughts about Xenogears. <laughs> I
1: haven't I haven't played it in years, but I remember oh. really liking it. I like to play that game.
2: My favorite RPG out. of all time. My, okay, so...
1: okay, Caitlin, do you like Disc Two? Because I actually remember no. liking Disc. I actually
3: I don't have a like... problem with it.
1: I, I think like discs, it, I think
3: Disc One is one of the best PS1 RPGs, and Disc Two almost ruins the entire first
2: half. I mean, I See, wish I... that I wish it had been uh properly. Drawn out the way it, the way disc one was, but I don't yeah. have as much of an issue with it as yeah. everyone else does because sure, I mean I
3: I, I probably am a common angry opinion uh, in that yeah. regard, but it's like you can see the exact point where the developers ran out of budget and had to start yeah. just like I mean, like
2: patching the game together with with gum drops and toothpicks. <laughs>
3: but, yes, it, but it, the alternative
2: one, would have one, been the game doesn't come out period. so bet- w- between those two alternatives, I am fine with it as it is well, one way or oh,
1: another it really speaks to that game's ambition i think that 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 even happened and the fact that they chose to go for i w- we want to finish the story i think is such an interesting concession yeah. like that that they they went to the p- trouble of cramming in the rest of that plot to make sure that the whole plot was covered rather than like taking i mean yeah they had to take a hatchet to the gameplay but I don't know. And my, and my, by the time I got to that point, I was honestly getting a little tired of the game, I think. I was like 50 yes. hours there. I was like, okay, so I now I just get the rest of the plot and the occasional boss fight. Um I'm, I'm I'm actually kind of cool with that. <laughs>
5: well, We talk about this all the time on the show. Like in most RPGs, there comes a point like towards the late middle where it gets a little long in the tooth, and you start having not quite as much fun. And I feel like at that point in Xenogears, you get to this too, and it changes up the play- pace and it's kind of nice. I
3: I, I still don't agree man like at when i was in the 50 hour mark and moving into disc 2 it's like yeah this game rules man i can't, I can't wait to play more of it and then it just is people sitting well, in chairs and telling you what's happening instead of actually you know it how, long, it,
5: how long ago the player did you actually develop play the game? that perspective
3: oh i was in high school um See, i think as an adult problem.
5: you might appreciate this too more <sighs> this is I mean, why we I'm should play it again
0: yeah. And exactly. So I could, this could be another FF10, a game that I don't maybe love, and then playing it yes. on
3: Return Counter has me love it again.
0: Oh, nope, that's gonna be the world ends with you.
3: Oh, oh right.
5: <laughs> I, I don't think he's yeah, on that's this. true. Pretty obstinate.
3: <laughs> spoiler so spoiler right. alert. Okay, well I am I'm, I am I'm gonna give that game a good faith effort. But anyway, keep going, Caitlin.
2: So in terms of like game, I'd like to see us do that um, won't happen. Um, I actually had two. If that's okay. Yeah. One of them would be the original Xenoblade, which yes. is, which is mm-hmm. I would love for us to play it, but it's it's just, it's way too long to get through in a month if you want to do everything. That game takes a lot of time. Um, I, I, unless we all did yeah. a new game plus speedrun, um, and then we could probably get through the main plot. But, um,
0: I quit after the first four hours because I thought it was boring. Oh man!
2: Uh, I, in those first four hours, did you get out of Colony Nine? Because if you didn't, go oh. back and keep playing.
0: Well, I'd, I'd have to find my Wii and blow the dust off of it. I think they used to be white. I'm pretty sure mine's like you, gray now.
2: You <laughs> would know if you had gotten through Colony. 9. Oh, I, I did not. I yeah. know that for that, a fact. That game well, starts.
3: That game starts being really good when you're when you start moving the caves, and it becomes really awesome when you hit Gower Plains the first time.
2: Yes. G-
3: yeah. Gower Plains, like wow, what a what a great early game opening era holy crap
2: yeah no su- no josh
3: Without i could have played, played 10 hours in Gower planes alone
2: i don't care I if your previously white wii is now all black get it out and keep playing the game because black wii's matter caitlin <laughs> <laughs> wow oh my wow. god <laughs> I was
5: gonna I was gonna say it was a second tweet
2: for the reference. I did not make that awful I I make really bad puns and jokes. I did not make that awful joke.
6: But but not all puns. Everyone just shut the Skype call.
2: Oh oh, all right. (laughs) John, Josh is gonna kick over. Mike off the, off the
1: call. If we had, if we hadn't lost all of our listeners by now, then that that, that did it. <laughs> you guys, all assume
0: that oh, we have man. listeners. That's the worst part. We know that Davey's a we listener. Davey's so. still <laughs>
1: here.
2: <laughs> so we haven't lost all of our listeners.
1: <laughs> People come on the threads. They talk to us mostly about Josh, but
2: all right. Well, um, before we completely dissolve, my other, uh, game with it's a little bit maybe of a controversial pick would uh, be Okami. Which is technically not an RPG, but since we cover Zelda and Okami is basically, you know, uh, Zelda or you know, Zelda with wolves, and in my opinion, a better Zelda. I, there, I said it. Um, I would love to play Okami, but I don't know. It sort of technically falls out of our purview.
0: I know, I know. It's me jumping out of order. I desperately want to play a Zelda game for this. Then play
2: Okami. Okami. No, is better no, no. Than most
0: no. Zelda games, so I, really. I, I understand that. I want to play a Zelda game.
3: Okami's not as good as going to a 7-Eleven and drinking a Slurpee, but it's really, really, it's an excellent PS2 game. I
0: want to play A Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time, or Link Between Worlds.
3: Honestly, I I would cut out... I desperately want to play one of those
0: three games. I agree, but I'm leaning towards Link to the Past, because that was the one that started everything.
1: I, I feel like we should do Majora's Mask.
0: But I I want to play that game because it sounds super interesting. But I want to play a Zelda game.
5: I, wanna do- I don't want to
0: walk around in time and try to find masks. As cool as that sounds, like that's a divergent path on that series. I
1: mm, it's I want to play the like,
0: main line of it.
1: It's not that divergent. It's basically Ocarina of Time 2. We made this interesting now. We made it good. I mean, they're <laughs> because- both good. But... Only one is I there. don't know. Majora's Mask. Yeah, Majora's Mask deviates from the formula, but it does so in really interesting ways that are totally in the spirit of the franchise. If that makes any sense, like it's it's different, but familiar at the same time. So I don't, who's I like next? It.
4: In,
3: so who's next in line to talk about their favorite retro encounter uh, game in 2015?
5: Baby.
4: Yeah.
5: Oh, wait, No, we're talking about things we would like to happen. Yeah. Um. So, I'm gonna take a slightly different approach to this. I'm so glad Pete Learn already said Xenoblade. Um.
4: <laughs>
5: let me think. Okay. Uh, that'll never happen. I had this all set and then something happened in my house that stole my attention. Uh, okay. If it's on, if so, it's on fire, then you should take care
3: of that first. It's, cool. uh,
5: it's, No, not yet. Um. <clears throat> all right. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say a game that I think we have to play which I know isn't quite the question, but it keeps coming up, and I think literally every series of episodes I've been on it comes up, but we have to play Chrono Trigger.
0: Yes. I, um, I, I'd be dumbfounded if we make it through the next two years without playing that.
5: I'm concerned <laughs> that you said two
0: I didn't um, want to get nailed down to just once.
5: <laughs> we... We just always come back to that game when we were looking for like, oh, what game did this well before? Like, or looking for even, even not mechanical stuff like narrative devices and stuff. Like, we keep
0: going back to Chrono Trigger for some reason. It's because it's one of the best RPGs of all time. It's and no, my favorite. And nobody my can favorite argue RPG with that.
3: All time. It's my uh, yeah. favorite RPG of all time. If I, I, I probably wouldn't want to be on a Chrono Trigger episode because I would just be, you know, saying angry things to. People expressing negative opinions about the game, and that's that's not valuable discourse.
5: People but have yeah,
3: yeah of the game. Yeah. Well, um, well, well, some people don't dislike Chrono Trigger, even among the RPG fan editors. But the uh, yeah, Chrono Trigger is amazing. It would, and I'm sure people would like to hear uh, Retro Encounter talk about Chrono
5: Trigger. Yeah, talk some sugar for sure. Mm-hmm. Um the other game I wanted to talk about is actually just a game that I wish we would do, and it's totally feasible that we will. Um, which is a severely underrated game
0: and uh, Breath of Fire 5 Dragon Quarter. Yeah. Yes. Best, so, okay. best Breath of Fire game.
1: Easily. Only good Breath of Fire game. That's,
5: well, wow, um, alright. Yeah, no, he, uh, he gets pretty heated about it. I kind of agree. I think I I'll say this. All the other Breath of Fire games were only good for their time. Breath of Fire 5 is good like now. Nah, the easy. mechanics of
0: that for storytelling is so good. Oh yeah, I, absolutely. I
3: remember yeah, I remember you guys uh got pretty into it about Breath of Fire stuff. Was it in the uh Terra Enigma podcast?
0: That's correct.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I've I uh on I, I mean normally I have an opinion about everything, but I I've only played Breath of Fire 2 and I thought it was okay, not great. So that, that, that that's the only that one That sums I've,
1: up the that sums up the series. Basically.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, Ouch. Wow. They're, they're
1: really Stick to like, Street Fighter greedy. and Mega Man
3: Capcom. It's,
1: they're not they're not bad games. It's just Breath of Fire 5 is so interesting and actually really good. And I think people are actually starting to realize how good it was now that the 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 backlash over it when it first came out is kind of dying out. People are really starting to reexamine the this, this game. And, and the they should.
5: Pseudo roguelikes are so in vogue right now.
1: Yeah. So- how it feels much like, does
5: the fire cost it, on
0: Amazon right now?
5: Like less than twenty bucks. If you pay and for shipping, cost. I'll let you borrow it.
0: Eh. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, we we should do that game soon for sure. It's there's there's a lot to say there, and I think yeah, really, the way it would challenge the way we set up the show would make it a really interesting series too.
0: Or a complete disaster more than it normally is. It's eighteen dollars new and like four dollars used. So I
3: I I might just get that anyway
0: yeah do it you know what i'd be interested to see i'm like completely off topic but so i was about to go back partially for the show but like to start grabbing some of those ps2 games to be able to go Mm -hmm. back and play them yeah right but now with ps4 having the backwards compatibility with ps2
1: i was just gonna bring that up yeah
0: it makes me really hesitant because i was literally like i had dark cloud in my cart (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then they announced it i was like well that's awesome and i just got to delete that and downloaded it. and it was like that was super simple solution. I got it. I think it's actually cheaper. Like Is that out? What? Yeah,
1: it's out. Yeah. Oh man. It's like 6 bucks. You yeah. just ruined my weekend.
2: <laughs> uh you mean like saved your weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely altered his weekend.
1: Yeah,
4: for sure.
1: Well, I I and, I and I I've had the same reaction to the PS2 thing. Like I think it's awesome, but now like if there are any PS2 games I haven't played, I'm really hesitant to like Pick them up because like well now apparently Wild Arms Three is coming to right. PlayStation Network. Oh, Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's one of the ones that got trademarked. So I'm I like, think, well, at this. I point think
3: Wild point, Arms Three has like the coolest first five minutes in like any RPG. I, I haven't. It's played so it. great.
4: Yeah. It <laughs> ends up
3: with it ends up with everyone jumping into a train car, pointing uh pistol, pointing you know, uh firearms at each other, and then and uh. In mean the, the wild arms minutes. at each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's not right. Sure. It a so it's, the be- it's the beginning of Ff14. Yes. Yeah, no, it's like Mexican standoff. Now, how did we get here? And then you do yeah. like a, uh, a a brief sort of segment for each of the four main characters to see how exactly they got on that train. It's it's a very it's a very cool uh, narrative device that that got like me, that got me very interested in the very first few minutes of the game.
5: Um, <laughs> so Only yeah. the
2: first few minutes.
5: <laughs> um, Last thing about Dragon Warrior is that it would just be a good follow-up now that you guys have done Parasite Each, because that is totally an evolution of the Parasite Each combat system. Huh.
0: Ooh. Like, yeah, I guess that is. I never Absolutely. thought... I never would have put that together, but yeah, it is. Hmm? Huh. Well done, Davey. You should have been on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I thought about it.
0: Let Davey host. Look we'll at t-shirts.
5: I have I've, I've played a lot of old RPGs. Like, way too many. i Actually, we haven't covered that is, that that is that common that among mark,
3: many but. of us. <laughs> many of us have played too many old RPGs. So, uh, yeah, Marcos, your turn now. Okay, uh, chugging through this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, I want to be able to go to go to bed on time. I have work in the morning.
6: <laughs> I'll keep it brief. Uh, the game that I'd like for us to play, it probably will never happen, is uh, SteamBot Chronicles. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. We'd
0: have to wait a little
3: bit. Yeah. You mentioned, I, you've mentioned this game on the podcast before.
6: Yeah, it's it's just a great game and like the whole premise is behind it kid with some amnesia wakes up in the beach and you start your game you can play as a good guy a bad guy and choosing the bad guy or the villainous approach is by far the most enjoyable experience that i've had in a video game uh ever especially towards the ending and i've never like cried and laughed at the same time during a game as much as i played this game because by far like, I think it's just a really great game. I think all of you would really enjoy it. especially if you chose the villain route. So we're probably never gonna play that game, but Okay, that game's if you got
3: 100 dollars on Amazon. What? So that's that's a little Steam less like Chronicles?
0: It's okay. ten dollars. Oh yeah, it is a hundred and four. Never mind. I read <laughs> that as ten forty nine. That's nope, nope, it's a hundred and four ninety nine. Well, Steambox well, Chronicles? Yeah.
4: Jeez. Holy
3: so crap. we have to wait
0: a little bit. It's forty bucks used. What?
3: Yeah, it looks like forty is about the number on eBay too. Because you have you sold me you sold me on the game, Marcos. I'm definitely curious. You know, like the old uh Leo DiCaprio in uh Django Unchained. At first you had my curiosity, now you have my attention.
4: But, <laughs> oh, no. but
3: uh Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'll have to allocate my budget for this one. Not sure if it'll happen soon. No,
6: but yeah, I wouldn't be a teleps
0: network. Looks like a cool game for sure. I so I got confused. This... I'm gonna get made so much fun for this, um, because <laughs> I was like, oh, we have to wait for that, because I was thinking Steam World Dig, and then the Steam World like, oh, <laughs> most recent game that came out.
3: Yeah, that just came out. Nope, not the same game. Yeah. I, 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 this one, that one definitely slipped through the cracks for me, since I've, you know, Atlas had a really, really good PS2, uh, output in yeah. the in the for, in the early 2000s, but I. I don't even remember hearing about Steambot Chronicles until meeting Marcos and, and hearing him, uh, uh, ex-
0: be so enthusiastic about it. Uh, early, probably earlier this year. I I so, feel like I've had this conversation a couple times with him now that I forget <laughs> that it exists, and then talking to him, I immediately want to buy it. Right. You just need to talk to somebody and get it cheaper for us, Marcos, and we'll we'll make it happen.
6: Yeah, I'll try to haggle them down or just rob them blind.
0: <laughs> or, or just send
3: eight thousand emails to Atlas so they release it on PSN.
0: No or on Vita.
3: Bill just... <laughs> so Vita can hook up to the PSN.
0: No. Yes. Don't no. no work that way. Yeah,
6: I think eventually we'll get on there when I have grandchildren or whatever.
0: <laughs> wow. <Great brackets. laughs> Moving along. Peter, you're the
1: last oh. one. Oh, it's my turn! Yay! Um. Yay! I guess for, for games that I don't think we'll be able to cover, since Persona 4 and uh, Xenoblade were already talked about, I don't think we could realistically do the Shadow Hearts games or Cadelka, its predecessor. Ooh, Cadelka! I would really...
6: Kudelka is so
3: hard to find. I tried to get a copy yeah. of that game for ages. I,
1: yeah, and I would really like to play the Shadow Hearts games. I would love to be able to do it for the show. But... Yeah, me too because of how expensive those games have, I don't have them because of how expensive they, they've gotten. And the fact that the rights for that series are all over the place now. Like, I don't think they're likely to get re-released. So it seems like we're on. Yeah. We're unlikely to, like we probably wouldn't be able to see those games for cheap. And it's a shame because I think they're really cool. And I think, and I think it sucks that games like that, like, like shadow hearts get kind of have gotten lost. Because of that,
3: but. Shadow Hearts Covenant is so such cool. a great game. That game's awesome.
6: Yeah. Yeah. The only Shadow Hearts game I played is from the New World. Oh, weird. That's the only one I haven't played.
3: <laughs> the, <laughs> I, I tried playing all three, but the only one that actually got my attention through the end was Covenant. That one's, the, which is the second one, <clears throat> and it's it's yeah. really great.
5: It's so I, much more powerful with the, the story from the first
3: one. Yeah, I I I read some wiki articles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe we'll look maybe we'll i read it on
2: wikipedia yeah, yeah I, I, don't I doubt hold your
1: breath see.
4: yeah
2: yeah
1: um as for games that i'd like to see on the podcast um we've already brought up we've already brought up tweli um i have tried to play tweli twice um and neither time have i been able to get past the initial combat tutorials because right, exactly, i would, because that I would game get
3: is okay keep going keep going <laughs> no i
1: just <laughs> I just get sensor- sensory overload and I really I really l- like the style of that game. I love I mean I'm a huge Kingdom Hearts fan, so the fact that Nomura does the character designs is like I'm used to this sort of weirdness. I like the kind of urban modern like style. It gives me kind of a Persona vibe. I it's a game I really want to like and I've always wanted to play it, but I just have not been able to get past that first hour so having it this will be one of those situations where having an excuse to play it on the show i think would be beneficial to my backlog and my sanity and the other game that i was thinking is um since we aren't going to be able to do xenoblade most likely the other operation rainfall game pandora's tower that's one that's been on my to-do list for a while Hmm. and i think we could we could do that one in in a month easily yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah Yeah. you Mm -hmm. want something to shop now
3: yeah, one yeah. funny thing about that, um, I I saw it really cheap on Amazon during the B- Black Friday earlier this year, so I I bought a copy, and then you know later in that week or something, I went down to my shelf of Wii stuff and didn't realize I already owned it.
4: <laughs> wow! <laughs> so,
3: nice. <laughs> you hate it when yeah, that happens. So yeah, I'm I'm just such a good consumer. I'm accidentally buying things twice.
1: It's okay. Which... I have I have three copies of Persona Four, so <laughs> uh, I probably
3: technically do now
1: too.
3: Yeah, but uh. I have uh, yeah th- that game does look cool and I'd be interested
2: in trying it sure. I have four mm-hmm. copies of Xenoblade so. <laughs> wow a first one. Yes.
0: How? You're the reason I couldn't buy one at a normal price. I
2: have the Japanese, European, and American versions of the Wii version and then oh, I have the 3DS version too. So. I'm impressed.
0: I okay. don't buy it for for a hundred dollars from GameStop.
3: Caitlin loves games them. that start with X E N O.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Xenosaga, Saga, let's do that. Oh, yeah! Let's do dude. all three of them in one month. Oh it's god, really no! It's hard to
3: find. I only, I only I own the first two.
0: I've, I've I only played wanna, the
2: first one. Own the I first two. The third, C- one's I hard want- to find, dude. I really? I
0: don't
1: talk, that's yeah. a really good one. <sighs>
2: huh? The third one t- is is a really good one.
1: I yeah. want to, I don't want to C- touch Xenosaga one again.
2: What? I like, Xenosaga like one. It was yeah. fine. Okay. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. The, the, there's a lot of things that. 0 saga 1 you could argue does does well or not well or whatever i think they wasted yasudori mitsuda in that with that game soundtrack and that's a crime that i simply cannot abide okay.
5: they made okay. they made a
1: decision to have a lot of dead air during the game and that was stupid i agree
5: with you <laughs> um especially since the ost is really good just think about it that way the ost is still good and yeah, if they don't use it enough
2: yeah i think the worst thing about episode 1 is that there's no um boss music that uh, outside of the final boss. Yeah, yeah, oh that's yeah. And I that's... actually I don't super care for the normal boss music that, that much. Is... In part because you hear it all the time and you don't get a break from it. So that's that's my that's my my the worst thing about Xenoblade from my perspective. Or, sorry, Xenosaga from my perspective.
5: Last time I played that game, I posted about it on social media, and my buddy just said, "Have fun with that battle theme, bro."
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, mean, the big joke about that game
3: is that it is the cutscenes are so lengthy and there's so many of them. And honestly, that's a fair comparison. That's a fair criticism because there are a ton of lengthy cutscenes in that game. Mm -hmm. But it's still good. I was
1: compelled by it. It's a, it's a a good RPG. Eh, Maybe if they re-release it, I'll give it another shot. But I remember just being very turned off by the first episode.
2: Well, you could just. Skip the first one and join us for episode two, which is my least favorite out of the three, but mm -hmm. I've heard same.
1: Yeah, the bad one. Yes.
5: Combat became very tedious. Actually,
2: I I had a fun time with the combat system. Huh?
3: Can I still fire punch dude as a as a blonde German looking Android?
2: yes yes okay all right ziggy is always awesome ziggy you know st- starts awesome in episode one and just keeps being awesome throughout the the series so he
3: was my he was my favorite character in episode oh. one
2: i like ziggy a lot guitar. uh
5: what'd you say davy i I'm, I, said, I'm you. I said he also played guitar
2: oh <laughs> different ziggy <laughs> you don't
5: know is it yeah is it really it's probably yeah, what the same ziggy <laughs>
2: Um, I don't know. That so, that uh, that puts his backstory in a whole other light now. Think about it. <laughs> like he and Voyager were in a band together, obviously, and then they broke up, and that's why Voyager went went crazy.
3: Davey, this is the crossover fanfic you were born to write.
2: Mm <laughs> hmm. I, I
5: feel like I feel like you can't do a David Bowie themed fanfic without bringing Metal Gear Solid into it though.
4: Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: okay. Okay. I'm in. I don't get it. Um, Everyone in Metal Gear Solid is David Bowie.
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay. I would believe it, but have you not seen that picture?
5: No, well,
0: no. It's like, like all we're, not, people... we're not doing another conversation like this. It's a
5: bunch of different David Bowies and a bunch of Metal Gear Solid characters, and they're all similar.
1: Well, now we know why they never made a live action Metal Gear Solid movie. Yeah, they couldn't afford <laughs> it.
5: and he's getting too
4: old.
3: Davey, do, do you spend your entire day just? Like Googling unusual pop culture video game mashups, I
4: really, <laughs> because you know, this, this, is a,
3: this is at least the third or fourth time you've brought some mind-blowing comparison up, <laughs> either either on the podcast or when we're chatting outside the podcast.
5: Did you guys ever see the Ben Affleck Mass Effect crossover? Yeah, I'm, you made me please. look at that once.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the horror! The horror! I think, I think
2: we need to move on before. Yeah. My mind like just implodes. Okay.
0: (laughs) So back on topic, Uh, I'll I'll close this uh, kind of question out. Um, the question or the question, the games that I would really like to play that won't all of them come down to time. Um, Right. Persona is an easy one. Uh, I guess not time, kind of time, but also broken. I'd love to play uh, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Um, Either of the two. Um, definitely the first one with like the mods that were added and whatnot that. In some of the story gaps, uh, but yeah, a lot of those I would like to. They're just they're too long. Yeah, there was
3: there was I think there was like a Kotor two mod that came out earlier this year.
0: Yeah, they, they keep like yeah, yeah. <laughs> they keep growing on that game and it, like I love those games back when I played them the first time. I I I think it'd be both topical and interesting to go back to them now that the uh, movie's coming out. Um, All right, yeah,
2: yeah. There were actually there were people that wondering why we didn't do Kotor in December because of force awakens
0: because the game doesn't run on anything basically unless you have an xbox
2: uh uh-huh, uh-huh. oh well okay yeah you don't have an yeah. xbox
0: i do uh
2: I it's also on xbox. it's also on ios mm. and i'm guessing also android but i don't know mm. for sure so there's also that
0: games aren't real unless they're on a it. or console
2: what? no uh, elitism woohoo
0: and then Kind of rolling off of that with uh, KOTOR, a game I'd really like to play that I, I think actually we have a shot at doing, uh, beyond some of the games, that we, like you guys all mentioned really good well, ones.
3: I mean, of course we have a shot at doing this, since you're the curator
0: of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how that works, right? <laughs> right. So, um, I, I'd love to play Mass Effect 2.
4: <laughs> Yay!
0: I, I've, I've played that game before, I love that game. I, I just think it'd be a lot of fun to go through. It's a little bit different than some of the games we've been playing
2: as well. Best game in the series, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, one of the one of the best games that have come out in a while, I
2: think. Yes, I agree with
0: both, agree with both of those opinions. Mass Effect Two is awesome. I,
3: I
2: like it. I like this idea. We should do it.
0: Yeah. Well, since I'm in charge of the show, I guess I can make that happen now. And
3: also, also, I mean, I'm sorry to interrupt, Josh, but Mass Effect Andromeda is supposed to come out at the end of the year in uh, 2016. So. And it, we it, have
2: yet to see gameplay.
3: Yeah, true, but uh, I mean, if if that does and happen, then a. The Oh, that's true yeah. they, uh, one of the one of the they... mass effect like key guys
2: wait did he he was fired i thought he just left
1: i mean the I writer i don't know the,
2: the writer left the direct oh wasn't it a director it was a... a developmental director
0: yeah whatever it i think it matter. was a director but yeah you're I'll... saying it would be a good time to do it
3: yeah it would be a very timely time to do it if andromeda does end up happening in 2016
0: yeah yeah and then that's the, I mean, we, we joked, well, I joked earlier that we're running out of RPGs. That's the great thing is you can basically reach in at any year from any different console and you can pluck 10 great games. Um, we actually have the issue that there's too many games that we want to play.
3: <laughs> there's and always too many games.
0: Yeah, behind the scenes, like, we're feverishly arguing about, like, this or that, and the votes come really close every month, and um, so I, that's why I joked with Davey when he was Davey mentioned. I was like, "Oh, we can do that in the next two years." Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> right. the, when you start looking at the list, I mean, and Chrono Trigger is fantastic, but you start looking at the list of choices that we have, and there, there really isn't a loser a bunch that uh, like amongst though. So it, it, I don't know, we'll figure something out. Um, topic three, we made it. So we're gonna change Woo! gears. Uh, we've talked about Retro Encounter basically this year and next year. Um, change
3: Metal Gears,
2: change Zeno Gears.
0: Speaking of Metal Gear, oh, no. we're we're gonna talk about. Your favorite game that you play this year?
2: Uh, oh, if sure. you if you say Metal Gear Solid Five, I'm out of here.
0: Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice
3: Caitlin. knowing you. Nice knowing you, Caitlin.
2: Got it in there. Woo! I have <laughs> Game's fantastic.
0: Right, it's so strong good. Strong negative let's, opinions about that.
1: Let's game. set aside a half hour to argue about this.
0: And- uh, mm. uh, I want to. So I'm just gonna go first because I'm already talking, and I feel like it's been a while since I've talked.
2: We um, <laughs> were just talking.
1: <laughs> Gets lonely at the top, huh? Yeah. yeah. I we we've,
0: we've talked about this before. It's it's hard being on the podcast. There's not a lot of time for everything else. So, I beginning of the year and kind of a little bit in the fall, I was able to fit in some spare time. My RPG game of the year would definitely be Destiny. I, I think the Taken King came out and made that game stupendous. I think before it was a really good shooter that was kind of crappy around the edges. But the Taken King actually made it good. And then, like, outside of the RPG world, Melior Solid 5, Hearthstone kind of took a whole year for me. Um, and then early in the spring, I got to try Rogue Legacy and uh, Shovel Knight, and I love those games. I, I think those are actually like the five or six games I actually got to play this year outside of the podcast. So everything else, I actually, you've already heard my thoughts on. And Melior Solid is amazing, <laughs> mm-hmm. fantastic,
2: mm-hmm.
0: so good so good the,
2: ga- the gameplay i will agree with you in general is very good so good the story is so good no no so it's good. not
0: so the good bit
5: is really good oh boy so good
2: the it's idea for not... the story
5: is pretty good so good The execution. They made they made they made a hit track instead of a hit album. What?
3: You can you can add hit tracks to the game to play while you're when your helicopter arrives. (laughs) Problem solved.
5: I did uh, a that game. That game introduced me to the band Japan, which made me really happy.
3: I recommend the Welcome Back Cotter theme.
0: So I guess we're just going to talk about Metal Gear, which I'm okay with.
3: No, um, no, 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 no. Please talk about something else.
0: The first Metal Gear Solid, I think, was a perfect game when it came out on the PlayStation 1. Um, Marcos, please talk about yeah, SteamBot Chronicles. Was,
5: <laughs> I was just trying to think. Like we, we could probably make a Metal Gear Solid game out of the references we made, because there was uh, Metal Gear Zale so he can play snake.
0: Well, I kind of think, that. since there's missions involved and you technically level up both your base and some of your character ancillary abilities, that kind of counts as an RPG. So I think if we wait <laughs> oh, no. about a year and a half, that'll be the two-year requirement and we can yeah, just cover it on the that's, podcast. That's
6: basically
5: Breath of Fire 2 right
6: there. Well, yeah. I mean, like, also, Daggern can be Liquid Snake. Well, no. yeah. But we you also don't... had Revolver uh, Oliver... How did I say that? What? Oliver Salat? Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, that's a oh, deep wow. cut. that's a, that's a May joke showing up in yeah. December. That's yeah. quality. Right on. That shows that you watch or listened to all the podcasts. You know what that
5: that proved even more true in the second uh chapter, of Trails in the Sky.
0: Is that
3: your uh personal game of the year, Davey? Trails in the Sky second chapter?
5: Uh no. It was super good though. Um, okay. So what
3: is what is? I'm just trying to get this
5: topic away I'm, from Metal Gear. I really I really I wish I could say Xenoblade. I loved Xenoblade Chronicles X a lot. I didn't like it as much as the original, though, and I think that kind of tainted my perception of it. I went right from that, though, into I Train Odyssey Untold 2, and that game just makes me feel so good. Like, it's just, like, a feeling of contentment that I don't get from most games. And, like, there's something about exploring that force. You guys know I'm really into, like, nature and stuff. Uh...
1: okay stuff
5: (laughs) yeah uh, we talked about it a bit during Terranigma. but um but no it just feels so nice and at home but it's it's hard to say i played a lot i went on a quest this year to figure out what my favorite game was to kind of try to re-examine my opinions on stuff and i didn't really come up with a straight answer i realized that i could play any tales of game uh with my wife forever and that'll just be like video games like that's a great time Mm -hmm. um I also played Undertale this year and that blew me away as a piece of art but not so much as a game. And uh but the thing that the thing that's made me feel the best has definitely been Atreus Odyssey. So, I guess that's where I'm going to land on that.
0: I'm super intrigued by Undertale.
5: It's it's super super worth playing. It it's a really cool almost kind of postmodern perspective on RPGs as a genre of media.
0: I I watched um I watched Mike play it for a little bit during the you stream did? Yeah.
3: I can I still can't believe people actually watched me during that extra Life stream. I try <laughs> but...
0: to support everybody on the <laughs> podcast when they do streams. Aww. I watched oh, Caitlyn for a little bit for hers. I, I jumped around a little bit.
3: Aww. Yeah, I I played um I played Undertale in late October, a few months after it came out. Uh, for extra life, and I, um, okay, I kind of hate saying this because I hate it when other people say this, but. After the fr- you have to get past the first couple hours. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, which is, you know, I, I I hate it when people say, oh, the game doesn't get good until you've done five hours. Like, well, then I just wasted five hours. And...
6: <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> how long it, the game is?
3: It, um, yeah. The game is the game's like six or seven. And, uh, <laughs> and it's the, only like one hour. Yeah, the, there's a there's some the, sort of like the middle third of the game drags a little bit. and there And mm. the game is consistently weird and funny and unique. And I was I was basically intrigued, but maybe not in love the whole beginning. But then when they start dropping plot bombs on you in the in like the last area and the and uh, you do the last couple of boss fights. Holy crap. That game is just subversive and cool mm. and a meta com- commentary on RPGs. And it yeah. makes you reexamine everything you've, you've done in the game prior and made and makes you immediately want to start a new game mm. of it. It's it's. It, it, I mean, sh- I understand where the uh, where where you might, you know, be a little cold on the game if you've played the very beginning, but it pays off. I really enjoy that.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Did anybody else like games this year?
2: Oh well, of course. So for me. <laughs> I thought
0: you were just gonna leave it, just like
2: of course. Of course. Well, now that you've, I, I guess. <laughs> I guess I could just leave it at that if you really, really want me to. Caitlin, I want to hear your
1: opinions. Me too. Thank
2: you. Definitely,
1: Thank if you. they're positive about Metal Gear.
2: No, they're not positive <laughs> about Metal Gear. Metal Metal Gear Solid Five is my biggest disappointment of the year. So sorry. Ouch. And I'm a huge Metal Gear Solid fan. So. Yeah. Anyway, um, I I don't want to rant about it on the show. We can rant about it, argue about it after we're off the air. Anyway. Uh, from an RPG perspective, uh, Xenoblade uh, with Witcher 3 yeah. is really close second, almost tied. I had a really hard time deciding you know, which one was one and which one was two when I was doing my, my write-ups for our uh, Game of the Year feature because they're both really excellent in different ways. I just, and maybe it was because Xenoblade just came out this month and so I'm still kind of in the rush of playing it, but it's just so much fun. Play, just running around, fighting stuff in that game is so much fun. And
1: oh yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, and it's it, it, it's everything that I wanted from the game. I mean, I'll agree. I think the story isn't quite as good as the original, but it's supposed to be different. It actually kind of works with the gameplay mm-hmm. and with the story that they're trying to tell. So I'm fine with it.
3: Yeah and then, well the first Xenoblade had a really really amazing story with twists and turns and and yeah. great stuff in it. So the second one not being quite as good in the story department is is hardly a, you know, a harsh criticism. Yeah, it's
2: not it's not a deal breaker. It's kind of like it's hard for me to imagine how they could have surpassed the original Xenoblade story if they were really trying to go the same, you know, linear story route because it's just a really good story. And they weren't. They were trying. This is a game that it, the gameplay is very nonlinear and the story is nonlinear and that kind of works, you know, to have the gameplay and the story be sort of presented in the same fashion. It's not necessarily what you think of when you think of a Zeno game because we think of Zeno games as being really, uh, linear plot driven and lots mm-hmm. of plot in your face all the time. And that's not the case in this game. You have to kind of hunt for the plot a little bit through doing affinity missions and side quests. It's more spread out over everything you can do in the game, as opposed to just doing the main story, which is different. And it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea, but it's still an interesting experience. And I am still having a blast with the game, despite the different way they tried to present the story. So mm.
5: can I, can I ask you a couple things and like, sure. if we can camp out on this real quick. Yeah. Um, First of all, like no spoilers, but have you beaten that game yet?
2: I Oh, God, no. I haven't beaten it yet. But I,
5: I had a legitimate fangirl squeal at the ending of that game. Yeah? Yeah, you're going to be very happy, Caitlin. Uh,
2: Well, i spoiled myself rotten with the Japanese version. So oh,
5: did you? Okay. I,
2: I know what happens at the end. Okay. In fact, I know probably exactly what you... Mean yeah. like the literal moment that you probably yep. squealed. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. It, yes, it is awesome. So man,
5: yeah, me and uh, well, okay. uh yeah. <laughs> the other thing is, I agree with you that they really succeeded in telling the story in an appropriate way to the open world, the more open setting of the second game. But did you, did you find that preferable to the way the first game divvied out like territories and stuff and kind of led you through from area to area to explore? Hmm.
2: Uh, the story, or just the the progression of the areas?
5: The yeah, the, the exploration of the areas and the progression there.
2: Uh, uh, I think I in the end, just in terms of like gameplay, I prefer the openness of uh, of X, just because okay. having all of that available from the like. There are some really awesome areas in the original Xenoblade, but mm. you have to go through every other area first, and the plot involved in those areas to get there like you can't get to erith sea until you go through all the plot up through magnaphores because you have to be at that story point in order to even get there whereas with x i swam up to silvalum well Mm -hmm. before i was supposed to and i even snuck into caldros when i really shouldn't have because the enemies are powerful for me just because I could and I wanted to see them. And that was kind of a really awesome experience to be able to do that right off the start. So, can,
1: can I answer this one too? Actually, yeah, um, I, 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 I prefer, I, I kind of at the opposite, I prefer Xenoblade one's structure, but I will concede and agree that um, with the style of storytelling that they're using here, this structure um, works a lot better. Yeah. Um or for what they're trying to do, and and I'm love and I I'm loving I'm loving the game. Um, I think it's it's a, such a gorgeous world, and that um that mitigates a lot of the fact that I would prefer a different style of gameplay. Although I will say that um some of the now that now that now that I've been playing it for a bit more and the like initial like luster is worn off a bit, some of the minor quest designs are starting to grate on me a little bit. Yeah, um, I can see that. Particularly, I just, I, I, item hunting quests in general are, yeah, the fact that I, I, I bought the guide for this game and the guide is useless. <laughs> I just, it, it, it's just like, it, here is all the information that the game already tells you. And yes, it's compiled into one thing you can look at, but we won't tell you anything more specific than what the game already tells you. So there's this one quest.
2: I don't sorry. necessarily agree with that. The I mean, the the walkthrough for the main story I agree is useless because it's yeah. it doesn't tell you anything but the data sections that detail, you know, where the different heart to hearts are, where the affinity missions are, where what areas of each continent you can find collectibles in is still That's, really helpful.
1: I guess I would have to take a look a closer look at it then because I got there's a, a one of the side quests I picked up was or it was one of the ones where it's, it tells you to go to talk to this person and then they give you the objective. So I didn't mm-hmm. know what I was in for until I'd already accepted the quest. And then I was like, son of a bitch, they got me because it was an item <laughs> gathering quest. Yeah. And, oh, and, yeah, yeah, that's, I got you. And it was one of those really, and it was a really rare item in Noctilum. That you would have to go very, very far into the continent where there are much more powerful enemies than I was mm-hmm. um, prepared to, to encounter. And it's one of those items that only appears at certain time yeah. under certain conditions in a certain section of the map. Except the guide got that part wrong. I found out later on because I game, I looked up game FAQs <laughs> to, for some help. And yeah, the guide was totally off about where I was supposed to be looking. I had to actually go much further north. And the enemies there were even tougher. Like there was a level ninety giant spider thing walking around, and it like wanted to eat my giblets. And...
5: <laughs> no, and... my giblets. No, my <laughs>
1: giblets. But, but, and, and 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 I know I'm nitpicking. I really like the game, and the fact that the game allows for those kinds of experiences is is in and of itself like a good thing. Like I enjoyed it, um, but I, like... I, I,
4: like
1: I, I criticize with some... love.
5: I, criticize I feel like you, you hit on something because. I noticed that about the quest design too and it just hit me that because the areas aren't doled out one by one in a linear fashion those quests aren't as focused as they were in the first game like you got a quest in the first game you knew you were going to be able to go do it because that's the area you were in and the area you were in was more or less always something you could handle in some fashion yeah. I feel like I feel like because it's so much more shot in the much more open world that I'm not getting the same kind of like A to B satisfaction of getting these quests, knowing I can doing, do them, going out and do them, doing them, and like getting my checkboxes hit. I, I yeah, agree.
2: Yeah, but unless you're doing an affinity or a main story mission, there's just let it sit in your quest log until you can yeah,
5: do it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I know. I, it's not a big complaint, but I think that like very gentle pushing of the player in the first game was like really remarkable. And I kind of feel like they lost it.
3: So yeah, there are six games that start with X E N O, and we have somehow talked about all six on this podcast. Oh. yeah, that is amazing.
5: <laughs>
3: Did anybody else enjoy games this year? <laughs> so so now we so now we never have to talk about a, a Xeno game ever again. Yeah, well, we don't have to. Can I do, we don't can have to I, do a
0: bonus round? No, you can't. Can I say
2: one more thing though?
0: No. Uh,
2: can I go? I'm gonna say it anyway. Okay, uh, Trails of Cold Steel. Which unfortunately came yeah. out too late for me to consider, for us to consider for game of the year, and uh, I I wish I wish it had come out a month earlier because uh, it's already shaping up probably to be one of my favorite games of the year, and I can't wait for the second game to come out next year, and I can't believe I'm saying that about a Trails game, but I am so.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm unlike Caitlin, I enjoyed get Trails games prior to Cold Steel, and which only came out about a week ago. Uh, dating the recording time of this podcast, but I I've played the very I've just played the prologue of Trails of Cold Steel and I'm really blown away by it. It's it's so pretty and such a strong first hour that I am chomping at the bit to finish it. And it's probably going to be one of the first non-Pokemon games I I play in 2016.
2: Yeah, like um, my story is uh, I I got an Xbox One for Christmas and I was all excited about that and but when I got home I was kind of like oh man I really should put my Xbox I should set that up but I just want to play Trails of Cold Steel damn it that's that's how excited I am about this game that I got a shiny new console that I should be excited to just like you know get going but I'd rather play the Vita game that I got a week ago so
3: yeah it it seems super dope but I'm going to I'm going to try and put the train back on the track and address this topic again yeah, so uh, my favorite 2015 game is probably by default uh, Undertale because I mean the only new RPGs I played in 2015 were Undertale, which I finished and really enjoyed, Pillars of Eternity, which is a very very good RPG that I only got about halfway through because I got uh, sidetracked by starting up Final Fantasy X for Retro Encounter that was in like May June, and uh, then Trails of Cold Steel, which I've only played about an hour in. So I guess my RPG answer is uh, Undertale, my 2015 RPG answer is Undertale by default. But in terms of a game from, you know, years past that I got around to in 2015, I, I really spoiled myself. I played a lot of really good stuff. I got back into Diablo 3 in a huge way, and the Reaper of Souls content in Diablo 3 makes it a whole nother awesome game that I will play off and on forever. And uh, I played Fire Emblem Awakening for the first time. I played the first two Donkey Rampa games for the first time. I played Persona 4 Golden for the first time. Th- unsur- unsurprisingly, I also got a Vita in 2015. So yeah, I had a uh, I had a 2015 full of cool games. And I mean, the only 2015 one that I really finished was Undertale. But yeah, I had I was I had no dearth of. Games to play. It was I had a fun gaming year. So yeah, who who else hasn't addressed this specific topic yet and wants to talk about something other than Xenoblade Chronicles X?
2: No one.
0: Where's the comment? I mean, noise?
1: I mean, I already talked about Xenoblade enough, but <laughs> <laughs> um, other games I played this year that I liked. Um, I'm glad we finally got to play Type Zero H with Type Zero HD. Um, the quality of that port is a little questionable but i still really enjoyed the game it was my first uh, platinum trophy so i think congrats I yeah yeah oh, it, it...
3: I, I i'm sorry i actually got my second platinum trophy earlier this year playing uh virtue's last reward for the first time and that game nice
1: was,
0: i loved i loved it. oh that's another series slash game i would like to do for the podcast 999 and yeah VRL.
1: that'd be good they're so good for
0: vl i, I they I'm, are both real good.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm legitimately considering, because I have the 3DS version of VLR, and I'm considering picking it up again in Vita before um, Zero Time Dilemma comes out.
3: Which is allegedly supposed to be 2016, but I, I don't I don't trust that release date at all. I think that game's going to be at least
0: 17. Was that announced by Goofy? Because that didn't work out in 2015.
4: Yeah. I, wouldn't,
5: I wouldn't be super surprised. They like they Chunsoft jumps out to throw together a visual novel pretty quick. Spike,
3: Spike Chunsoft. Oh, okay. so <laughs> I, I I I think it's so funny that like 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 the, um two of the best Vita uh, you know murder visual novel novel games are Virtue's Last Reward and Don Gan Rampa and the two companies making those two merged in
4: 2014.
3: Right so, now, so now they're coming out of the same studio and they even they even have like a VLR <laughs> segment in Don Gun Rampa too.
5: I just think it's funny that Uchikoshi keeps getting tossed around like that. <laughs> he's had such a rough time.
3: Yeah, it's the VLr three, or you know, the third game in yeah. that trilogy, has had such a troubled history of getting funding and and figuring out who's developing it. It's yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait for it to come out. It's going to be a day one purchase for me. He's, but uh, yeah, that, that'd be cool to play in in our uh, Metro encounter.
5: He's always been going through that. Like, a couple of his games got canceled before he got to finish out the storyline because his company got bought out or changed or stuff. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds it was, uh, Arrow content, like a certain Japan.
2: series I love.
0: I uh, know. Right? What about you, Marcos? You've been quiet for a while. Oh, uh, what? Um, yeah, no, for <laughs> this year... Uh, Just wake him no. up
6: from a nap? <laughs> Possibly. No, uh Xenoblade Chronicle X is the, really <sighs> the only game I played this year that I really enjoyed. I mean the only other game I played or had time to play was Splatoon. Well, that's uh, irrelevant. But well, here yeah,
0: we If I was allowed to talk about Maligar, you can talk about Splatoon.
6: Alright, uh Splatoon, one of the greatest games ever. Uh I don't play anymore because it's I guess I'm just too aggressive online. And I'm always playing against Japanese children because that's, I play around like 2 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> so uh, and it's always Japanese names that pop up. I assume those are Japanese children.
1: This is, this, this is like me whenever I play Mario Kart online. Why do
6: you assume that they're children? I just figure it's around that time. I just think of like oh, what time uh, it comes out. Like when did, when, 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 how long are there classes?
3: Well,
0: okay. if Persona Three I'm has taught me anything.
3: Then,
0: <laughs> so it's it's only well, yeah, that's right,
3: that's, that is right.
0: Their classes only last about three minutes. They get asked one question and they get to leave. <laughs> yeah, um,
3: <laughs> unless unless someone, sometimes it's more like five minutes if someone I'm walks sorry, up to you during correctly. lunch and says so they Perso- want to hang out. Yeah,
6: I play uh video game. Children is who I play against. Uh, no, no. Also, no, it
3: takes I, you an entire day to answer one exam question in Japanese exams. Isn't that funny?
1: And then oh. on the last on the last day, you don't even have to answer questions. You just no, like, yeah, your, your
3: pen your pen just moves as if it has a will of its own.
0: Your intelligence is based off of how many books you read that didn't involve school.
3: And um, eating fish makes you smarter, but eating hamburgers makes you more courageous. Oh,
0: gotta do that bowl challenge, that,
1: Japan. Japan every time Japan it's, it's raining
3: japan is such a magical place
1: <laughs> i was i was bummed i had one day to go in persona 4 golden before i would have finished the bowl challenge and i didn't make it in time I oh so no i was like or oh sh-
0: this
1: 80 80 hour save file is ruined
0: new game plus
1: <laughs> yeah right
0: just for <laughs> that bowl fight. go back and catch I, that big fish i have no idea what you guys are talking about <sighs>
6: That's Marcos, I, I
3: I literally bought you a copy of Persona 4 earlier this as year. It's sitting there so,
6: on my so you have, really have no excuses. I, I gave
3: it I gave it to Marcos as a gift earlier this year, and he has not played it. That I played. Okay, first. sir,
2: get off the podcast. Just <laughs> go. Well, we we've already
6: excluded that from the podcast list, so I think I'm safe.
0: No, that's not true. It just can't be a normal podcast.
6: We're doing a bonus <laughs> about episode we... about it. How
0: you? about we yeah. do In a podcast...
3: We can do a podcast where we lock Marcos in a room, and once he finishes Persona 4, we'll
0: give him some food and drink. Why wouldn't we just...
1: Wasn't that alive? the development Jeez, process? Jeez, Mike!
2: We, we don't what? want to kill him!
0: Did you make a Kino- Konami joke? Oh, wow. <laughs> did okay, I,
2: no, did how I was make that? a Konami joke? <laughs> yeah. No, uh, there was
1: this article someone wrote a while ago where the... I, I, did I mention this in the podcast before? I could have sworn I did. Where someone wrote an article about there saying that the development process of Final Fantasy VIII involved Tetsuya Nomura and Kitase locked in a room where there was a gas leak and Sakaguchi wouldn't let them out <laughs> until they killed <laughs> oh, the game. So by and it's like day three, Nomura has eaten all the sandwiches and is crying in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow, that
4: explain
5: a
0: lot. I, so so
5: Squall's dead theory was true.
0: I can't imagine a better place to stop the podcast than right there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Don't we have more topics to go over? This Google Doc has like eight things in it.
0: Oh, i grade everything out
1: now. <laughs>
0: We've been going for a while. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, we so, have, haven't we? Let's try
1: to wrap it up. And, we? Yeah. Like yeah. Hour and 40 minutes.
0: Yeah. So yeah, unless you guys have anything you really want to touch on with other games.
5: Uh, you should play Front Mission Gun Hazard. Oh, I to say that earlier.
0: Like games from this year that you liked. Oh no.
1: The <laughs> Jorah's Mask 3D was pretty good. Yeah.
0: Oh, oh, and the other
6: game I liked was Tales of the however however you pronounce that game. I like, I like yeah. playing that with my wife.
2: Tales yeah, of zest- yeah. Clean.
1: Uh, Zestios, what, Tales of Zesty Sauce.
5: That game just had a fixed camera. I would, man, I would have not hesitate to Yeah. That camera's
6: terrible. Yeah,
5: it's pretty bad.
6: I mean, I'm like zoomed up on uh, whatever that k- kid's name's butt the whole time. I'm trying to fight, <laughs> and like my that. wife's like somewhere in the corner in the screen. She doesn't know what she's doing. I still
1: haven't played any. Speaking
0: those games. of zoomed in butts. <laughs> yeah, please. That intro sequence to Metal Gear Solid Five.
5: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: That's Josh, true. come on, it's, it's, it's photosynthesis,
5: okay? <laughs> gonna it's be... photosynthesis. That's going to be how my face hey, starts, so
1: zoom in hey. on Demon Bowie's butt. <laughs> hey, every Metal Gear game, they are very, very meticulous about sculpting out those buttocks. Uh, <laughs> wait, whose like butt are we
2: talking about? If we're talking about Snakes? Big Boss's butt, then...
1: Everybody's, well, <laughs> honestly. No, we're talking about Keeper Sutherland's.
2: Can we, do know, a bo- can we do a bonus round in
3: 2015 about, about the best butt. video game butts?
1: Bonus butts. I right. we, we should invite Derek for that one.
3: Oh, oh, oh man. Probably.
1: Yeah.
5: <laughs> but no, the, me the and Derek
0: could talk about butts for hours.
5: That makes snakes butt pop out. You know what I'm talking
0: about? That's gonna do it for us here at Retro <laughs> Encounter. Yeah. We really appreciate you listening to this train wreck of episode 25. <laughs> we really hope you listen to the next 25 as well after possible severe disappointment with this one we had fun doing this and we hope you had fun as always we love hearing from you we were making it up when we were t- saying like how nice it is to hear people like the reaction and what they think of the podcast so please get on the boards um voice your thoughts jump uh jump on email send us emails to retro at rpgfan.com send in your reviews comments on whatever Whatever you use to listen to podcasts, uh, iTunes makes a huge difference every time we get a five-star review. But yeah, that's into it for us at Retro Encounter. That wraps up 2015. Thanks for listening thus far.
5: Happy New Year.
1: Here's to many more. Yeah. Get drunk and level up. Please drive safely. Something like that. (laughs) Especially if there's snow in your area. At
2: least part of that. Yeah, yeah. Now, which part part is up to you? So... (laughs)